Hey, 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 and welcome back to Gypsy J Tarot. It's me, Jess. So, I didn't publish one last week, but I wanted to get in this week and get one recorded for you guys. Hopefully to try to speed some of this up. Like I said, I did want this to be um, more educational, informational, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I feel like that kind of makes things slow. So, I'm trying to get these out as fast as I can. That way we can get to more of the fun stuff. Um, I know I kind of add in my own like little life situations within these podcasts, but I feel like there needs to be more of that and more of like the experiences that I've had and things like that, that will help you guys kind of understand and get a better understanding of how I work and whatnot, and see if that's something that you kind of, like, vibe with, you know what I mean? So I'm hoping that I can get the informational stuff passed out faster than that way we can get to all the all the good juicy stuff. So today we're going to be talking about the different types of witches that there are, quote-unquote, I should say, quote-unquote witches, because I'm, I've told you guys this before, I'm not one for, for titles, um, or labels. I don't like that. I don't, I don't want to label myself. Um, and that, like, it makes it difficult in this, um, in this journey. And because when, especially when you're like me and you do like live readings on TikTok or you do live readings on through Facebook or whatever, they expect you to have a, a title, like what you're offering and what you're doing and what abilities you have. And to me, like, I'm just me. I don't have a label. I'm just Jessica. Um, so that's why I say that. But we'll just go ahead and get into the different types that there are, what they kind of do, what they work with, things like that. And hopefully you can kind of figure out if this is like, if you're on your own spiritual journey, what one you are. Alright, so the first quote-unquote witch that I have here is the Cosmic Witch. Um, Cosmic Witches, they are more into like the astrology, zodiac signs, horoscopes, um, things like that. And there's going to be so many, there's so many different ones, honestly. Like there are so many different titles and labels for these witches out there. And some of them are kind of... You would think that they would be the same, right? But they're not. Because there are certain ones that, again, work with more with one thing than the other, if that makes sense. Um, and I'm not going to list, like, I didn't go into last one with the types of divination. I didn't go into the whole spiel of how many there actually are or... You know, how deep, we didn't get real deep with it. We were, we're just kind of skimming the edge. This is more of like, for the newbies, the baby witches out there that really don't know where to start, know what they're doing, things like that. Um, so yeah. So, back to the Cosmic Witch. The Cosmic Witch here, she, he or she, I don't want to label that either, um, works more with like celestial energies. Um, if that makes sense. Like the stars and whatnot. Alright, I got on a tangent there. So the next one, 
that's coming in here is the Sea Witch. Now, if you guys follow me, you would assume that this is one that I, I am. Um, but we'll get to what I am here later, I guess. If I have to title myself, I'll get to it later. But um, my obsession with mermaids and especially like, I guess it started from Disney with Little Mermaid. Like she is my soul sister, my soul whatever you want to call it. Soul animal, soul person. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Something just about her calls me. It's like Moana in the sea. Ariel is my sea. <laughs> um, but anyways, so the sea witch, they're, they're attracted to, you know, oceans like seas. Um, now personally, with having major anxiety disorder like I do, I've had to work on finding a calming down method. And now that I am on this spiritual journey and I've been on it for a while and had, you know, epiphanies of why I do certain things with like my anxiety or my depression, it makes sense to me now. So for when I have like a major anxiety attack, the only thing that I can get to calm me down is a bath. I'm not sure what it is, but whenever I feel like I just, I cannot function I cannot breathe, I'm crying, you know, whatever, I'm upset, and I feel that anxiety attack coming on, I, ha I immediately run to the bath. Um, just sitting in it and being engulfed in that warmth, w warm water, it just, something about it calms me down. Um, so that's, that kind of tags along with the sea witch. They also work with, like, weather magic, more or less. Weather magic. We, geez, Louise, Jessica. Weather magic. Um, and again, there are other witches that work with weather. I mean, we all work... We're all very... A lot of us here now, especially days... Nowadays, especially. Good lord, I cannot talk. <laughs> Forgive me. Anyways. I feel like we're all very eclectic these days. Because we pull a little of everything from each thing, and we all work with certain things, and it's just like, how do you label yourself? You know what I mean? I guess I don't, and it might, might not be for everybody, because everybody's not me, and everybody doesn't have the same brain, and think the same way as I do. But that's me. Like, I, I pull. So, I don't know. Anyway. Um, another thing that Sea Witches, you know, kind of work with and are kind of drawn to is, you know, salt water, seashells, driftwood, anything that has to do with the sea, like seaweed, things like that, they tend to be drawn to and work with pretty closely. Sea Witches are very, um, from what I can understand on my research and talking with other, you know, girls that I know, and I do say girls because they are girls, um... That are sea witches or label themselves as sea witches is they're just drawn to oceans and bodies of water and it's just very calming for them. But to each their own. Like I said, everybody does this differently. There is no wrong or right way to do this, honestly, in all freaking reality. So then the fourth witch is the lunar witch. And you remember how I said that. Excuse me, and again, a burp. That you would think they would be tied in together, or they would be labeled under the same thing. 
going back with the Cosmic Witch, and here's the Lunar Witch. Sounds like they'd be the same thing, right? Like, cosmic energies, you know, celestial energies. But this cosmics are more the stars. Does that make sense? And lunar is more of your moon phase type, type stuff. And I get it, they're all in the same vicinity, same area. They should You should be working with them together. So I feel like if you're a cosmic witch, you might be you know a lunar witch also. But that's my th way of thinking. But, so, the lunar witch basically attunes to and honors the moon. The lunar witch also studies, like, lunar phases, things like that. And a lot of them seem to be more comfortable and work better as with the moon. Uh, so at night, like, past midnight. And a lot of people see, like me, I'm that, that person that, because I still believe in God. I do believe there is that oh, soul, higher power, source, you know, what, whatever you want to call him or her, whatever. I still believe in that. And I still believe in the negative and the dark and the scary that a lot of people are run from. Now, I am more of the light side of things than the dark side of things. I do not want bad things to happen to people. I always want the best for them. And I want to spread love and spread positivity. So I always say, like, I'm the light side. And it's funny because my husband, he is negative Nancy. And, like, I feel like he's got so many demons that he's got to work with. Now, granted, we all have our own demons, right? But I feel like he's, like, besties with his. Um, and it's just funny because, like, I've had fellow, you know, witches that have said that we're the yin to the yang for each other. Like, he's the dark and I am his light. And he's my dark. And, you know, things like that. So, like, we balance each other out. That's why we we work so well together. Um, Alright, let me turn the page. Like I said, I have to write these all down. Because, man, there's... There's a lot of them, and I'm, I'm not even getting into the depth of each of them. I'm just kind of giving you a basic synopsis. Is that what the word is? Anyway, the basic of them. And if you are interested in, like I said, I always say at the end of these, if you want me to dive into one specifically, one more specifically than the others... I am more than happy to do that. I will do a whole podcast on whatever you are wanting me to look into. Um, Alright, so five. The fifth um, type of witch that I have here is a divination witch. Which, we all know what divination is because we just listened to it last episode, right? So, divination witches, they, you know, work with tarot cards, oracle cards, pendulums dowsing rods, runes, bone-throwing, candle-reading, tea-reading, palmistry, any type of divination. Like, they're more into, like, that divination side of things. That is basic it. So then, here is the Kitchen Witch. A.K.A. a hearth, hearth Witch. Um, Kitchen Witches, they are based in, like, the kitchen, basically. They're cooking, baking. Um, they're, they work more with, like, homemade items and home routines 
And then they also are more into, like, the cleansing spells, um, home protection, anything to deal with, like, within their home. Like, when they're baking and they're using different herbs or, you know, spices or whatever, they also, you know how you say, like, it's cooked with love? That's, that's a kitchen witch. They put their heart and soul into whatever they're cooking or baking, and they put their heart and soul into anything that is going to help protect their loved ones. And that's what, like, if you have ever, like, come in contact with a specific kitchen witch, they're very, very protective of their home, their family. And whenever they're cooking, they, they're trying to put ingredients in and emotions in that can protect them outside of the home. Not just within the home, but outside of the home. Um, I don't like cooking, but baking is my jam, man. I love baking. Not much of a cook. I don't. I get bored too easily with it, I guess. But anyways, another tangent. Good lord. <laughs> Alright, so again, here's one that you would think would be tied into others. Nocturnal Witch. This this witch, type of witch is works within the night, works at midnight. But they work with darker energies. Um, that is something that I'm not, I used to be scared of. I really did. I used to be scared of working with darker energies. Not so much anymore. Like, I'm not scared. I don't want to work with them. I will if I have to. If I have to, you know, cleanse, protect, be, you know, try to get rid of. But I personally, I can't say that honestly now. Um, after some of the things that have happened, like, I've kind of taken a step back on all social media. That's kind of why I didn't have it posted anything anywhere. And I've, I've come to find out that this is my time to sit in my darkness and not be afraid of my own demons and not be afraid of those darker things that kind of come into life because I'm the, that positive poly where I want everything good to happen and, you know, I'm that optimist, and I'm like, okay, well, it could be worse. And instead of, that's me deflecting. And now I've taken that time to sit back and be comfortable in the in the quiet, in the dark, and have started to work with those darker energies rather than trying to fight them. And it's it's weird how to like how that goes. I'd rather have them walk alongside me. Then we keep trying to fight them because sometimes we need that balance. We absolutely need that balance between the good and the bad. I can't always be positive. And I have to sit back and remind myself of that. Um, so if you are start just starting out, don't be afraid of those darker energies. Because the more you're afraid of them, the stronger they're going to come on. It's like one of those, those instances where, like you say, keep my friends close, my enemies closer. That's kind of exactly what it is. Like, you want to keep them close because they might come in to help and handy and help you in certain situations. Okay. Now the Green Witch. This is this one, like, it drives me nuts because I want to beat this so bad and I can't. <laughs> um, 
also known as, like, a garden or forest witch. Um, so, green witches, they are more into, like, the herbalism, botany. They are fantastic with making, you know, different oils, bombs, tinctures. Um, they work with plants, plant magic. They're using, you know, herbs and plants in their magic. They're very earth-based. Um, and they're, they're all about grounding. The earth, like the green witches, they're very connected to Mother Earth. And they want everybody around them to kind of be the same way. They're, they want everybody to be grounded because, like I've always told everybody, you have to ground yourself before you can do any type of magic, any type of divination, any type of mediumship. You should always ground yourself. You want to be connected. You want to have that cleansed mind, body, soul. Um, and so the green witches, that's what they're about. They want you to be grounded just as much as they want to be grounded. Um, and they're, like I said, they're very connected to Mother Earth. And they draw their magic, their power from, like, earthly elements. Um, again, like, being within their garden is comforting and, you know, it's, it's home for them. Now, this next one, I'm not 100% sure on, and I've kind of, like, got a question mark by it, because I wasn't sure if I really wanted to talk about that, because I've never really heard of a specific one, but I guess, like, I have friends that are, like, specifically just into these. Sorry, I'm sick, and I'm trying to make sure my throat doesn't start croaking, so I'm trying to take a drink. Um, but this is, like, crystal witches. And these, these witches, I don't, I don't want to say male or female or, you know what I mean, like, because I'm not, that, again, I don't label. Um, these witches, anyways, work with crystals, stones, gemstones, um, and are pretty close with the chakras. Now, again, the chakras system, it, it's coming out that working with the chakras is a closed practice. Now, again, I've started diving into that, like researching that side of things, because to me it doesn't make sense. Why, why, I mean, I understand some of them, but why are the chakras a closed system? Because... To me, everybody has a chakra, like the chakras, you know what I mean? Like, you have your root, your sacral, you know, heart, throat, all of it, right? We all have it. Why is it okay for one person to practice with them and the other one not? I don't, I don't understand that. Which is where the research kind of comes into play. <laughs> so, I wasn't sure, like, I do not quote me on these, because again, this is just my personal research. Everybody has their own opinion. There's a million Pinterest boards and tiktokers and everything else that will probably tell you 100% differently but the crystal witch I don't think I've ever really heard of now I know a lot of witches that work with crystals yes but they're not specifically only working with crystals they work with crystals alongside something if that 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 makes sense um okay so then here 
the the green witch, aka the garden or forest witch. So this is the forest witch. This is one that sh the witch works m with and around trees, um, and they're very familiar with plants and animals, um, especially like their local ones. And then there's herbs that they work with. So they kind of tie in together, but this one is more specifically, you know, you would think like, um, okay, if anybody had watched Hocus Pocus 2, where they go out in the middle of the woods and they do their little seance or whatever, their ritual, that, to me, that would be a forest witch because that's where they're comfortable, that's where they're working, if that makes sense. Anyway. <laughs> Alright, so the, um, I think we're on 11. 11th one. 11th witch is here is the music witch, which they are, it's kind of self-explanatory. They find magic within music. Um, they're deeply connected with sounds. Uh, to me, like, certain sounds, certain vibrations, certain beats, they give me goosebumps. And I know a lot of people that do that. Um, so I don't know if that, that ties into the type of witch I am, or what? Probably something else I'm going to look into. Um, but they also use sounds to enhance their rituals. So, like, they'll, you know, use cleansing sounds. There's, like, so many... There's different hurts um, that you can, you know, play for certain rituals. You know, singing bowl sa um, sound hurts and things like that. Again, look it up if you don't understand... Because like I said, I don't want to get too deep into it. I just wanted to kind of give a basic of which ones these, you know, how many different ones there are. Because a lot of people are like, oh, she's a witch. And it's like, yeah, but not really. Because, like, there's so many different types out there. So coming in at number 12 is the Death Witch. Now, if you follow me on TikTok, Facebook, those are the two main ones that I'm on. I've started a series of, you know, a death series. I need to kind of get back to that. Because I don't think I've posted the third or fourth stage. But anyways. Which kind of brought up a client of mine. She had commented on one of them, my videos, and was like, I'm really interested in this because I want to be a death doula. I had no clue what the fuck a death doula was. So, again, started researching. Um... And looking into it, and I was like, okay, that is really freaking neat. Like, I did not know, like, I've heard of doulas, you know, but mainly it's like home birthing doulas. You're bringing life. But I didn't ever thought that there would be one about helping somebody pass over. And, you know, their expectations and things like that when passing. I never, never would have thought about it. But anyways, so this would be something that a death witch would probably do is be a death doula. Um, so death which is they are really into spirit and ancestor work, mediumship, their aids in passing um, spirits. They're pretty much really connected with nature and the metaphysical world. So, like, they're, the veil is very thin for them. Which, if you are easily, like, to me, for me at least, I had to work at this, yes. But from a very young age, I've, like I said, I've always had this. I just never knew what it was. I thought I was insane for the longest time. I've, even as an adult, I thought I was insane. Um, but it's always been really thin for me. I remember 
my mom and I lived out in the country in the middle of nowhere. And it was like down in a valley. We literally had a gravel driveway that went like down into a valley. And then we had to drive up onto our driveway. So like it kind of went up and down. And then there our house sat in the middle of the, the woods. And in the middle like so it was like a circle drive. Like a very small circle drive. But in the middle, they didn't fill it in. They they left trees and stuff like that. And that's where my... We had a tire swing. That's where my tire swing was. And I specifically... I don't know why I had looked out the window. Because I, I was never that kid. Like, I was, again, I was scared of the dark. Still kind of scared of the dark as, a, as an adult. My father-in-law scared the shit out of me one day. That That's beyond the point. Anyways. Um. <laughs> but... For some odd reason, I was told, or I thought, to look outside. And I just happened to see a little girl on this tire swing, swinging away. And I just thought it was weird because of what she was wearing. It was like a nightgown, but it was like a white to her feet. Could barely see her toes, long-sleeved, all the way, you know, collar up the neck kind of nightgown. It was like very old school. And I was like, where, where did she come from? And I asked my little brother, I said, do you see her? I said, who, where's she, who's, who's that? Like, we only had two other neighbors. We knew the kids, so I knew that it wasn't one of them. He was like, I don't know what you're talking about. You would think that uh, six years younger than I am, he would have been able to see it. Nope, he couldn't see her. Um, so like I said, when I got older, I had to tap back in. Some people don't have to tap in and work as hard at it as others. Um, so for me, like, the veil is always pretty thin. I have to, like, close doors in my my brain. I'm like, okay, I'm going to bed. Like, I'm closing all the doors. I don't want to talk with anybody right now. You know, things like that. Um, and thankfully, as time has gone on, they've gotten a little bit more respective of my boundaries and my team has gotten really good about when I say I'm done um, connecting I want you know that that veil closed even more that door closed a little bit harder today or whatever they're really good about it um but yeah the death witch like they're more they're connected to nature and like the metaphysical and the veil is pretty much a little a lot thinner for them than it is for others not saying that they have better, you know, abilities or gifts or whatever, or they're stronger. It's just how it is naturally. So then, the next one is the Fire Witch. Which is, again, self-explanatory. They work with candles, flames, um, anything burning, incense. Um, kind of goes back to the types of divination, right, that I was talking about. How when you're watching um, a bonfire and you see like the different shapes in the, you know, flame, that would be the, what this is. They are mainly focused on like the fire element, which we all know there's four different elements, but the fire element is what they work with. It, to me, I would call them probably a pyro. <laughs> Alright. And there's, like I said, there's uh, so many more 
just do your research. There's so, so many more different types of witches. Um, we got about three more here. And I just wanted to, like, like I said, I just want to touch base on a little bit of them. Of each of ones that I had. Because, if anything, we'd be here all day listening about this. But, the next witch is the Hedge Witch. Um, Hedge Witches, they, they mainly practice alone. They were, back in the day, it was while everybody else was at church or, you know, practicing their religion, the hedge witches were at home practicing witchcraft by themselves. Um, so that's where their focus is, is on their hearth and home. Again, this one kind of ties into the kitchen fair, uh, the kitchen witch. Um, so they also, the only thing that I've found that is somewhat different is that they seem to partner with, like, animals. Um, that kind of reminds me of, like, Snow White, like, how she used to talk to the animals, and they'd work together, you know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> um, and they mainly interact with, like, nature. So, animals, bugs, birds, oh, freaking plants, you know, things like that. Alright. So, the Cottage Witch is the uh, number 16. And cottage core is like so in right now. It's crazy. I'm not a fan. I don't know. I guess I've never. I like. I like the beauty behind like cottages and like. I guess you see like photos on the internet and in books that you read about like places that like. I don't know if anybody ever read The Secret Garden. Like to me, like that was just magical. You know what I mean? They it just has like a magical element to it. So like when I think of cottages, I think of like. The houses that have, you know, the moss growing on them are made of stone, like, within the... Or within a cave, or, a, you know, a, a rock, whatever. And... But I never wanted to be that. Like, I just... I appreciated the beauty of it, if that makes sense. <laughs> so, the Cottage Witch is a home witch. They fully believe in that their home must be sacred. Um... And, like, their, the inside of their homes is very important to them, especially. They want it to be very cozy and calming and spiritual for not only you, but them. Like, when you're entering their home, they want you to feel that cozy, comfort, calm, cool, collected kind of thing, kind of vibe. Um, I just, I don't... To me, like... And I, I kind of agree on, on some of it. Like, my home is me. This is where I'm comfortable. This is where I am happy. And I kind of was kind of... During this darkness phase here... I kind of got, like, restless, I guess. Because my home previously... Of course, like, being a new homeowner... I had everybody giving me stuff, right? Like, decor and... My, my mom, like, every year she gets me something home decor-wise for, like, Christmas and birthdays and stuff. But I sat here one day, and I just was looking around, and I'm like, this just isn't me. And it was all very, like, Americana, rustic, farmhouse decor, you know what I mean? Which, don't get me wrong, like, I do love certain elements of it, but I just feel like it's just, it wasn't me. 
And, again, we'll go back to the fact that Ariel and Disney is my jam. And here's a funny thing is I found out that he's, like, Walt, I'm, like, Walt Disney's, like, seventh cousin, like, something removed or whatever. Which just means it's, like, he's, like, so many generations back um, on another, like, one side of the family. It's kind of confusing, but whatever. Um... And I have, like, a Disney, you know, I'm a big Disney nerd, so in my room I had a Disney corner, and my kids called it my shrine, honestly. But I was like, you know what, like, why is that back there? Why is it stuff back there? Because I don't really go to my room. I hang out in my living room, my kitchen, you know, my the front area. I'm really not in my room too, many, too much. I'm pretty much in there to hang up my clothes or get clothes to wear for the day and to sleep. So I started redecorating, and I was like... I want to pull my Disney stuff out here. Because it makes me happy. And it took me a hot minute to figure out, like, why I hadn't. And it's because I was ashamed of that side of me. Like, when I would have people over, I'm like, I don't want them to know that I, I'm a, such a dork. You know what I mean? But anymore, I'm like, you know what? Who the fuck cares? Who fucking cares? If they don't like it, this is my home. They can leave. And if they don't love this side of me cool, but that's also me, so they're not loving a piece of me, I don't know, I just, so, so I pulled all my, my Disney stuff out, and I started redecorating, and now I have a lot more of, like, my, my, my living room is more Little Mermaid, it's, I've got Little Mermaid everywhere, I have a Little Mermaid tr Christmas tree, basically, but I also brought in more of like, my natural, like, element-style stuff, like, more plants and, or fake plants, because I can't keep real plants alive to save my life. I really wish I could work with a garden. I don't have a green thumb. But I also incorporated, like, some of the elements I enjoyed from my farmhouse decor, like, the galvanized metals, um, the wood-style stuff, and... Now I'm looking around my my living room and I'm like, this makes me happy. This is me. So I understand why, like, the Cottage Witch is about that. Because this is their happy space. This is their, their, this is them. Their home is them. This is where they're happiest. This is where they're safe. And with all the freaking crap that is going on in the world, all the scary shit that's going on out there. I mean, we've had methanol freaking spills all over, especially throughout the Midwest. All these school shootings to where you're scared to even send your kids to school. This is the place that you can be 100% safe. You can be 100% you, 100% comfortable. So I understand the Cottage Witch now a little bit more. And again, I had to sit in that darkness. I have, I've had to sit take a step back and find that which brings me to our the last witch that we're going to talk about today and this is what I would say that this is my title if I have to title myself is the eclectic witch the eclectic witch studies many forms of witchcraft um, whether it's you know the death style stuff the lunar style stuff the cosmic, the hedge witch, the cottage, 
they study and use and practice different types of witchcraft. Like they're pulling different things that they agree with into their own practice. Um, they do, you know, different types of rituals, different spell work. They work with deities, things like that. They're working with folk magic. But to me, it's like, it's a customized witch, if that makes sense. And it's like me with, like, politics. Like, I'm not one side or the other. I agree with some points on one side. I agree with some points on the other side. But it doesn't, I don't have a category because there's no category for the things that I agree with. There's not one specific party that is those those type of things. So that's why I say if I have to title myself, I would title myself an eclectic. Because I pull a little bit of everything from everywhere. Um, some witches are Wiccan. And they specifically believe, believe in, like, the Wiccan read. You know, the power of three, this, that, the other. I believe in some of it. Like, I 100% believe in karma. Like, whatever you're putting out, you're going to get back tenfold. Um, things like that. So, to me, that, that would be me. And I hope that's a lot of you, too. Because, honestly... I feel like I don't want to bo- put myself in a box, especially when something with something like, like this. Um, something like this, I feel like you should be that eclectic witch because you're helping yourself in so many different ways by pulling certain things from each thing. Um, so it, let me know what you are. What do you? What do you? What type of witch would you have to title yourself? Are you more of the death witch where you want to be, you know, working with people passing and the spirits passing? Or more like the kitchen witch and you're into like the tinctures and the oils and the balms and cooking? Let me know what you are because I would really love to know. I want to know who who is listening and what they would consider themselves. Um, like I said, that's just, I think, 16 that I listed today, but there's so many different ones, and they can all be, like, categorized, like, there'd be categories and subcategories, I guess, underneath them, which ties them all together. Um, like I said earlier, I want to try to get more of the informational stuff out a little bit quicker, so I'll probably try to work on getting two podcasts, like, more of the informational podcasts out weekly rather than one a week, just depending on life, I guess, because like I said, I kind of was kind of going through it, and I had had to sit in my dark phase for a hot minute, and I'm finally getting out of that, but life happens, so if you're still sticking around, I appreciate you, and make sure you guys are liking and sharing and following wherever you're listening at, and um, if anybody has any questions, comments, concerns, leave them in the comments section. Let me know what you gotta say. And let me, like I said, let me know what type of witch you, you think you are. But, until next time, I will let you guys go, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And, I'll talk at you later. Bye.